0: Hello and Guru Fateh, thank you for being with us for the Shabbat of the Week. My name is Manpreet Singh. I'm glad you could join us. Once again, I'm joined with Inikar. Inikar Guru Fateh.
1: Guru Fateh to you, Manpreet, and to your listeners.
0: Thank you for being with us for the Shabbat of the Week again. Today's Shabbat is titled, Oh, my mind, utter the charmer divine's Nam for liberation. And without further ado, let's get into it.
1: So today's Shabad is by Guru Ramda Sahib in Baari Rag on Ang seven hundred and twenty of the Guru Granth Sahib page seven hundred and twenty. O oh, my mind, utter the Chama Divine's naam for liberation. Millions upon millions of transgressions totally eliminated, all pervasive enables world ocean crossing. Reflect. Prahal. All-pervasive divine abides in the body town. All-pervasive is fearless, soulless, formless. All-pervasive wasn't visible, though dwelling nearby. All-pervasive is discovered through guru reflection. All-pervasive self is the lender, appraiser, jewel, diamond. All-pervasive self created the expanse. Nanak. Graced one buys all-pervasive naam. That one is the eternal lender and trader. So as I um, was reflecting on this week, Shabbat, you know, the word jap kept coming up again and again for me, Japman, ram nam. So I wanted to explore what jap actually means, or not even actually means, but what, you know, I wanted to get that dimension of what jap is, and how does one do jap? And is it the same as Simran? Does it have the similar qualities of of that? Because when you're in the transcreating and translating process, JAP comes up all, all the time. So it's important to understand, for me, what exactly is JAP? And um, this was uh, a conversation, actually you know, while we were transcreating another Shabbat that we came across, Harinder Singh and I came across a passage from uh Bhai Vir Singh, Ji's um, Vyakya, his commentary, and he, he writes, um, Jap is a conscious utterance of Shabbat that flows from the tongue. It is not mechanical, he writes like a working of a machine, for the machine is not conscious. And then there's, a, there's another part which he says, he says, when Shabbat enters consciousness, it is called Simran. And when Simran becomes a part of you, Shabbat flows incessantly. It is almost like a musical flow. So the tongue... The mind and the entire body are immersed in this process. And then I have translated Chabad as, sorry, Jab as utter, because the utterance has to begin first. It is the utterance when it is uttered, and when you utter that, and it enters through your ear into your consciousness. That's that cycle. Where was I reading that? Yes, I was reading that this morning somewhere about it's so important that what you are uttering, your ears are hearing that, and then it is being internalized. It's actually like a cycle that is going within. So with that uh, explanation or that thought in mind, you know, I interli- I internalize. What Pacha is revealing in this Shabad and I question my mind and I'm questioning my mind. Am I uttering Shabad consciously? And then I'm questioning my body. Are you feeling the divine within? Are you feeling the har within? Because here Guru is revealing that the divine abides within the body and that divine is fearless. Homeless. So if that is the case, why am I not fearless and foeless? What am I doing wrong? What is What am I missing in this process? And then there is, you know, I look deeply into the shepherd again, and there's a line there, that even though the divine is within, I am not experiencing it. How can I experience this divinity within? that lies within me. And the answer Guru gives, he reveals. It is through Gurvachar, Shabbat. You know, I feel like reading the first verse again because it's so important and really is a jewel, I think. All pervasive divine abides in the body town. All-pervasive is fearless, foaless, formless. All-pervasive wasn't visible. No dwelling nearby. All-pervasive is discovered through Guru reflection. This is what Guru is saying. All-pervasive is within you, is dwelling within you, is nearby. It's very, very near to you. But you cannot experience, it's not, you're not being able to see it, you're not being able to experience it. And the only way you can discover it and experience it is through Burvichar, it's through reflection. And the second verse verse is really quite interesting. The har, the all-pervasive, the divine, is the lender, appraiser. The divine is the jewel and the diamond. And I want to pause here. This is worldly stuff that guru is talking about. You know, the lender, the appraiser, it's, this is our vocabulary today. The jewel and the diamond, this is what the divine is. So how do you what you know, my mind drifts and I'm thinking When I go to the jeweler, when I want to buy a pearl, when I want to buy jewels, I consider so much. I make sure I ask around. I make sure that I want to go to somebody who's trustworthy. And after I've done all my homework and I'm quite satisfied, like, yes, this is the place I want to go and buy that pearl or that diamond, then I collect my money. And I take it to the jeweler. Similarly, the ones who seek Nam, they too go on this search. They look around, they ask, and only when they are sure do they actually go, Because the jewel that they seek is Nam. And here it's so clear, Guru is saying, when you're buying the pearls and the jewels, how careful you are, you do your homework. Same thing you need to do for the jewel of Nam. The effort needs to be made there. Because if anything of value, if you want anything of value, this Effort has to go within it. And you know, this is so true because this is exactly my journey. I too went to so many places looking and so and came so close to submitting. But I wasn't sure. And the search continued until I felt completely trust until I entered the house of Nanak and I began, this, began delving into it and then the submission came so this is this process of being you know when you want something of value don't think it's just going to fall in your lap I mean it's great if it does but there has to be effort you need to know where to go You know, the last line is grace, the grace is given by the har, by the all-pervasive, that nam, And that har is the eternal lender and trader. Now, let's bring it to today's world, where nam is being given by everybody. Are they the eternal lenders and traders? That's the question. Because here, Guru is very clearly saying, utter the name of the Chama Divine, the Naam of the Har. And then at the end, that Har is the eternal lender and trader. So don't go looking for Naam from the one who is not eternal, because they cannot give it to you. And then it is, how do you experience that divinity? Because the divine is within, but you do not see it, you cannot see it, you cannot experience it. And the only way you can experience it, what Guru is is revealing, is through Gurbhichar. Shabbat. I also want to mention something here that, um, you know, this week Shabbat is uh, sung in rag Berari and we could not find this Shabbat sung by anyone in this rag, except there is a school of you know, and they're teaching the young children. The children are singing this. And we thought we would share this on our website. Children singing this Shabbat in the Rug. So I would love for your listeners to experience that because, you know, we have... This is where I think... um, when the rags, when the shabbats are not sung in the rags, um, there is a different feeling. And I think we, as as a community, are now getting to the place where we we are asking, we are requesting, we are wanting the shabbats to be sung in the rags as written in the Guru Granth Sahib. But this week's Shabbat is sung by children in that rag, And uh, it was a treat to listen to them, the young voices. And they're trying so hard. And this is a way of us encouraging that generation, the younger generation. Yes, we recognize the effort. We are rejoicing in your learning and we are celebrating with you. Because you are taking Guru's word to a larger audience and we applaud you for that. So this is the reason why we have put this shepherd in this week's uh, in this week's web uh website. So um I'm prayed, you know, uh, a shepherd which says a lot about the divine within, about what Nam is. And where to go for Nam? Go for Naam only to the one who is the eternal lender and trader. What more can we ask for?
0: I, at this age, get eternal lender and trader. So those words resonate with me and I can make that connection. How would you explain this to, you know, eight to ten-year-olds that haven't really began lending not know the concept of what lending is or trading or appraisals are, how would we explain it to them or how would you actually explain it to that age group?
1: For me in this one, I would go with the first verse because to me, for them to understand that the heart abides within them and that heart is fearless and soulless and formless. And it is within, but we cannot see it. We cannot experience it. How can we experience this it? through Guru Shabbat, Guru For me, for them, this is what they can relate to. And this is what they need to focus on in this one. In my opinion, that would be... Um, I mean, I would not... Because the rest is too difficult for them to understand. Not difficult. They are not, you know, you have to give the children something which is tangible, something which they can relate to, something which will inspire them to think about every action of theirs. So then you can take it further that if if the divine abides within you, are you going to abuse your body? Are you going to abuse somebody else's body? How are you going to treat your eyes, ears, and hands, and your body? Yeah. So there is, particularly at the age of you know, 10 and 12, we are so conscious of our bodies, and we are so conscious of what people think of us and how we look at ourselves. So this, in today's context, in the West, it's really important to share with the children that the divine is within. And, uh, and the fearless and the foeless is, these are the attributes, these are the qualities. But I really like that, the 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 end of it, that it isn't visible, the horror is not visible, and the children will get that. And the next question for them will, well, if it is within, then how can I... See it, and how can I experience it, and what do I need to do? I mean, that's a natural reflection of the children, and that's when, well, the closer you are to Shabbat, the closer you are to Guruji, you will feel that connection, and they get it.
0: That's great. That's great. Yeah, no, this is a a great Shabbat of you know, just for me, just really brings me back to whatever you're doing, whatever worldly uh, things that you're you're doing in your everyday life. Uh, just kind of what you said in the beginning, too, of, uh, you know, uh, Nam being within you and the Simran that's constantly happening. Is that happening in your everyday doings, no matter how small it is? Are you, whatever you're doing, are you thinking of Faigru? Are you thinking of Hud or Ikko Ankar when you're doing any of those actions? So we always forget because, you know, we do it unconsciously, like so many things, but this brings it back. Like, just make sure that it's ethical. It's moral. Um, you know, things like that. So it's, um, it's, it's a great Shabbat to remind you once again of you know, you want to be like the divine. So are your actions like the divine right now or are they not? So it's pretty great.
1: You know, for me, it was the second It was very, um, yes, everything, but the second verse was, you know, that that the lender, the jewel, the, uh, the appraiser, the diamond, it made it very real, you know, it made it, oh yeah, you know, that is it. And how do I go searching for that when I want to buy a, a jewel? And then, was that's the effort that is needed. It's what you want to buy. What is it that you want to buy? What is it that you want, want more than anything else? And you want to be careful. You don't want to waste your money. You don't want to waste your effort. But the search continues. I mean, it's, it's, it's very real to me. And, you know, I, I just, sometimes I just love the fact that, you know, Guru talks about everything. And this is so real. Worldly. So it it brought a smile when I was I was translating and transcreating this uh, shepherd. I said, "Oh my gosh, you know this is so." I don't know why. It just it just touched me in a in in a very real way. This was my everyday life. You know, this is what we do in everyday life. We're careful to with our uh, we're careful with our finances. So if we are careful with our finances, why are not we careful with ourselves when we seek something? You know, people tell me, you know, I've been doing shaba, you know, um, you know, I've been meditating, I've been doing Simran, but nothing has been happening in the one month or the two months, whatever. And and I tell them, I said, how long did it beca- take you to become a doctor? How long did it take you to become a lawyer? You didn't question it, did you? You knew it was a process that eventually you'll get your degree. Here, eventually, or not, we don't know. There is the component of grace, it's not on demand. But the effort must be there. And I truly believe we are all graced because the seed is within us. Um, the divine is within us. Just a matter of time, matter of one's own awareness, one's own awakening to recognize the divinity within. But graced, we all are. There's no question about that.
0: Yeah, that was a great analogy. That's what I tell a lot of people too. You know, how long, you can't expect results just in financial dealings. You can't expect results or if anyone opens a business, no one cares about what happens in one or two months. They're going to see what the business creates over years and years. So I love that analogy of same thing with Nam, same thing with uh, you know believing, having your faith. Uh, it takes time, and you don't know when it's going to happen. But as long as you're you're doing the right thing, uh, you know great things will follow. I wanted to. Uh, but I also wanted to ask, before I let you go, and I wanted the listeners to know that, and you already said that uh, you have a video up of kids singing the Shabbat in this rag, which is great. So if anybody wants to read the Shabbat, uh, read it in Gurmaki uh, and see the transcription. log on to org, click on the Experience tab, and you can see all the Shabbats there. But uh, just before I let you go, I also wanted to uh, mention... Uh, a new, uh, you know, I mentioned uh, an age group, uh, 8 to 10, you know, how would you explain the Shabbat? But also, um, you guys uh, launched uh, Sikri's first children's online course. And we are going to have a podcast on it to explain it, what what it is, and, um, you know, a little more in depth on why you guys are doing this. But if you could just give a little teaser on what Baramaha is all about. Um, so I guess people could look forward to the next podcast when we do talk about it.
1: So Barama is the Barney of the Seasons. Uh, It is uh, revealed by Guru Nanak Sahib and Guru Arjan Sahib, so there are two of them, and we've done, we've covered both of them in this children's online course. It really is, while we have said it's the age group is, you know, 10 and above, it really is for the family because, Uh, You know, there are certain concepts which are a little difficult, and not so. But we wanted to create a course that something which the parents could be with their children and talk about Barney the entire year. So taking the seasons, the months, it was, you know, a beautiful way for us to uh, have the children connect with the seasons and the months. And exactly what happens in June and June, and what happens in July and August, you know, to make it very, very real for them. And uh, we simplified it. Yes, there are um, there's an activity to go with every lesson plan, okay. and but the the rugs are also there, so they get the music component. The transcriptions are there; they get that. But it's also something for them to think about, how the seasons affect their life. Uh Gurbani is so nature based. And for us not uh, for us to connect with uh, with nature, it is really important for them to start thinking about it. And, you know uh, so we decided to uh do Barama for the children. Um it's our first children's online course. And we are uh, very excited to share this new offering. You know, we have the other courses which are for the adults, the one on divine names, the one on language uh, of Gurbani, and um, we are all the Mool Mantra, and uh, very soon we will be launching Siddh so this in that process where you know the institute, the sick uh, research institute, are very focused in bringing the message, the teachings, the Barney of uh, of uh, the good Barney to a larger audience, uh, and they can learn and share and grow in their own in the comfort of their own homes. So, um, you know, I'm sure you will be speaking to Jasmine Kaur, who is the creator of this online course. And she will be able to, uh, you know, uh, walk you through some of the uh, lesson plans. And uh, if you haven't seen it, I would um, urge you, Manpreet, to download it and take a look at it so that you can ask her the pertinent questions why you do did it this way and why not this way or whatever else. Um, but it would be, um, you know, we're very looking forward to um, what the um, Sangat is going to say. So far, it's been phenomenal. We've had uh, a very high success rate with the downloads. And there are, I think, about... Um, of the downloads, people have already completed 100% of the course. That means they've gone through it. So we're waiting for feedback, and um, let's see how it goes.
0: Yeah, no, thanks. I'm looking forward to that podcast as well. Indigar, thanks for being with us again and sharing this fabulous Shabbat with us. We definitely look forward to the next one. Guru Fateh.
1: Guru Fateh, Manpreet, and Guru Fateh to your listeners.